and welcome back to another week with your favourite podcast, Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you are joined by myself, Drew, and my good mate, Philip. Unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. He's still waiting at the pharmacy for his scripts to be filled. Hopefully, the pharmacist can hurry up with that. But anyway, on with the show. How are you this week, Phil? I'm quite well, Mr. Drew, and how do you do? I do rather well, thank you very much. Excellent, excellent, excellent. You've had a big day. I have had a big day. Uh, I wasn't home for much of it, but... I know that's not why you've claimed I've had a big day. <laughs> no, no, of course. There are other events that have uh, partaken, yes? Indeed, and, indeed. Uh, yes, and now now here we are, we're recording our podcast uh, for this week. We are, and um, yeah, let, let's get right into it. So, um, my, my big day, <laughs> that is the first mm. topic. Um, so, I, I've, I've had an iPhone 6S for quite some time. Um, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Apple. Yes, we're talking about Apple. What a shock. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I, I've had it for quite a while, and I was having some issues with it recently. Um, I, I was aware that I probably needed to look at upgrading the phone sometime soon. Uh, I didn't realize just how bad a state the phone was actually in until I got to Apple and actually had the techies looking at it and explained to me the fact that the charging port had come loose, was completely worn out, and that the charging pins inside the charger were basically shot to hell. Mm-hmm. So it was very much time to replace. So next thing I knew, I was walking out of the Apple store with an iPhone XS or tennis. Tennis or, or whatever XS. other. Yes. Yes. All the jokes you heard us make the other week about it. Well, now, we now we've got one to play around with. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Nice. Nice. Yes. So we're going to have some Apple chat tonight. Indeed or today, we are. Indeed or we whenever, are. whatever time it is you're listening. For us, it's the, um, the middle of the <laughs> evening. Yeah, middle of, well, middle of, yeah, beyond evening. Yeah. It is officially it's, night. It's our version of evening. Yes, exactly. We're nocturnal. Um, you have the tennis now. I have the tennis, yes. Now, not from the point of view of, oh, comparing it to the 10, not comparing it to anything else. How does it feel in your hand, that phone? It's nice, actually. The The sizing is quite nice. It... Does it... It doesn't... I yeah, yeah. Say, does it feel as if it's going to slip out of your hands really easily? Like, because it's all glossy. There's no longer the stainless steel on the back of it. it like, it's all glass. And the side is polished. Um, either polished stainless steel um, or... What is it? It's, it's either stainless... It's polished... Uh, medical grade stainless steel or it's polished black chrome which is it, polished the sides on the back they feel exactly mm-hmm. the same which is super weird because I know they're two different materials mm. but both of them feel like it. it feels like somewhere between glass and rubber yeah I don't know what it feels like like my one feels it's, just it's a completely different thing, but it's, it, it's really cool. It, and it, I don't feel like it's going to fall out of my hand or anything. I, I actually feel, I feel more confident holding it than I did with my 6S. Yeah, I agree. 
which is a bit weird, probably because this one, it feels like it's a little bit thicker and it's certainly a lot heavier, which is good. It, it feels well weighted mm-hmm. when you're holding it. Um, it is different. It is bigger and very much, you can tell it's taller. Much taller. As it's well. much taller, which is interesting. But it, it handles well. It feels good. It's the same dimensions as your 10. Mm-hmm. So there's no there's no difference there. The materials are different. They they've very they've redesigned the materials that build the phone. Mm. But other than that, that's no, I can't it, remember. Is good. it lighter? It feels heavier than the six, doesn't it? It is definitely heavier than Which the six. Which is interesting, though. I mean, obviously it's the stainless steel in there versus the aluminium, but still, it's the glass on it versus the same, the aluminium, but or whatever it was, a stainless steel. But yeah, yeah, like it's just, it's interesting that, that the new one feels heavy. Whenever Apple makes a product, they tend to go the other way. But this time, I found the 6 almost felt too, like you had the 6S, but I felt like it felt almost too light, like you could just snap it in your fingers. Of course, there were the yeah. stories of the ones that did snap in, in people's hands or in people's pockets. And but the one that bent. Yeah, <laughs> but like, they just, they feel, they felt, very light and very nothing whereas this time it almost feels nice it's a little bit heavy like it feels like it you can feel the quality in it whereas before it maybe felt as much as it looked fantastic and i really thought it was an interesting phone and probably the best phone apple had produced you know until then but the six just felt yeah almost too light like it was styrofoam or something yeah i (sighs) Yeah, I got which up. which we completely forget about as soon as you're used to it. But just picking that up versus like the 4s, which I had before, um, felt so different and so much heavier. And again, more glazing in it. But yeah, I like where they've headed with it, though. I like the current design. And and I was I was saying to you um, off air how it feels like they've gone back to that thing with the the 3G and the 3GS. Mm. It, it feels a bit like those ones did. Yep, the same sort of shape. So, it's, yeah, so it's, so it's pretty cool that it's heading back into that phase well, again. Well, interesting. So what, the, what was there? there was, it started off with the 3... Oh, so with the, the iPhone, then the 3... The, uh, sorry, the iPhone 3GS and the 3. Yep. And then, then it kind of went to... Then I went to the 4, which was very square, which I love. I, yep. I still think the 4 is my favorite looking iPhone, if I'm honest. Um, I had the 4S. In fact, the 4S is the best looking iPhone because it was just... Just some things on it were done a little bit more for the sake of um, aesthetics as opposed to functionality. So I loved the 4S. Um, I yeah. think that was the best looking iPhone with that, that stainless steel trim around the outside and the glazing on, on either side of it. Uh, and then... Then we went to the 5, which was, I think, probably the ugliest iPhone. Yeah, I didn't it, like it, the it 5. It suddenly became the, 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 the widescreen aspect ratio for no apparent reason. It suddenly became... I mean, because iPhones have been setting their own um, aspect ratio anyway on every other phone. And suddenly, oh, well, now... No, no, now we have to make the phone widescreen. And the back was weirdly metal and, again, felt a bit cheap compared to the other ones like it just felt like they couldn't be bothered putting glass on the back of it like they're like oh it's too expensive so it just felt a bit cheap then there was suddenly those there was the 5s which had the weird 
the 5C as well, like with the weird colors and stuff, and that was kind of just a... That was a weird kind of time for Apple. It felt like they were trying everything, I, and it just... I didn't think it worked very well, personally. I like I liked my 5C. I've still got it. I've got a SIM card in it. I actually use mm. it. Did it have a slightly rounder side or rounder back, or is it the same thing, just a different color? It was so much nicer than the actual 5s. It... They did it a little bit differently, and it was nice what to use. What color was the back? Was the back painted stainless steel or aluminium, or was it just like rubber? Plastic. Plastic. Okay. Plastic, and and that was that was probably best because, like, I I drop my phones a bit, mm. and I dropped that one a fair bit, and I never broke it. Nothing bad ever happened to it in that entire time. And did the glass go right to the? right to the edge of the screen or did it did the aluminium fold up around the sides the the plastic the, the plastic folded up very thinly around the edge very very thinly right so like it oh hang on i've got it have, here have a look and it oh no the glass glass goes right to the edge the the plastic is set set down a little bit so if you actually look at it from the side you can see that the glass goes higher sure sure and then we went to the six which which i think is probably the second best looking iphone again i i had the 4s and i had the six so i'm a bit biased but at the same time i i again i i'm 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 right there with you i, I, held, off I, on the, the, I held on held off on getting another iphone when i probably should have because i didn't like the five or the five's looks and then i got the six because i thought it suddenly looked good again um yep an interesting layout i thought it went i didn't agree at the time with going to the size that it did i thought that they should have stick with steve jobs's um, vision for it but anyway apple yep. decided that no we'll compete with android make ours exactly the same size as what androids are um i thought it was just an interesting take on the look and i thought they absolutely blew rivals away and came up with the best looking phone in that shape or size on the market because mm. apple always does it i mean uh, if anyone says that an android looks better they're an idiot like it's not the case just it isn't there is not the build quality it feels cheap and plastic feels crappy it just doesn't look as nice as an apple does like it just doesn't and that's totally fine someone could say what's well, not worth the cost yeah but, that, but that's not what i'm saying it's the the look of it looks fantastic I couldn't agree more. Isn't there that there's a Samsung that it has a, looks like it's a Band-Aid on the back of it. Like, it's got the same perforations as a Band-Aid, and it just feels it, like a Band-Aid. It does. Bizarre. Like, who the hell thought yeah. of that? I, I don't understand it. I, and, and I find now that if I look at other... If I look at all the other phone brands, all the other mm. companies, all their phones look the same. When someone shows me their Android phone, I can't tell what make or no. model it is. I... I've got no clue. I, I can't even tell what a Samsung is anymore. <laughs> I can't compare it to a Sony or no. a Huawei or LG. Or, or I also love that even, the intention is yeah. to almost make it look like an Apple. Yeah, like, they they all just look like like some kind of cheap knockoff of an Apple. I, I Which, I mean, like I totally get that some people prefer Android for, for what Android is, but yeah, like at the same time, Gives a sh- can you imagine? Who gives a shit can to you that imagine level? If, who's that? Yeah. Who's that? Like, kind of proud to be like, no, I'm not gonna give in to Apple. If I'm gonna make my own look for my phone. Okay. Can you sure. imagine if Apple started allowing Android on their handsets? Oh, I just wouldn't. It just. 
<laughs> like, in, what would... I, yeah, I don't, well, I wouldn't get an Apple then. I would just be like, well, now I won't pay that much for it. Yeah, it would mm. it would defeat the purpose entirely. Yeah. I I have nothing against Android. I just don't like the operating system on a phone. I like it on a tablet. And when it comes to a phone, I like using iOS. I like using iPhone. It's also, again, the I've, fact that, that iPhones are used as burner phones nowadays because they're so secure and so encrypted that yeah. you can't do anything with it. You can't get onto it. If they're safe. I don't know about... A- Android's yeah. not safe. It's not safe at all. No. Not at all. Not even remotely. No. I, I I don't know about you, but the only smartphones I've ever had have been iPhones. Yeah, did I? So, yeah. So, I had... The first phone I ever had was a Sony Ericsson. Mm-hmm. Then I went to another Sony Ericsson because I really liked the first one. And the second one turned out to be even better. And then... By the time I was, I'd hit, you know, like well into teenage years, it was time to get another handset that like they'd run their course. I think they lasted maybe two, one or two years each, the other two mm-hmm. and came time to, to get another one. I, I went with one more Sony Ericsson. I think iPhone had only just, what year did the first iPhone come out? 2007? Seven. Yeah. That's why the 10 came out then to to coincide with the 10 year anniversary. Naturally. All right. So to, yeah. So 2008, I, I go ahead and get one more Sony Ericsson, which was awesome. And a, and a really, and it was a hybrid. It was one of the hybrid Walkman ones. Yeah. And what did it look like? Describe it. It was basically, it was a screen and you slid the screen up and the keypad appeared behind it. Did it, it. have a curved front on it? No curved bottom on it? The, and did it have a big like circle dial on the front of it like on when it was slid shut I think there were, might have been <laughs> cuz I also had it was a, I also had a Walkman it was iPhone it was a Sony Ericsson uh, W595 uh let me google that cuz I can't remember what my phone was uh I loved my was, see 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 cuz in pre iPhone times I had I started with a Nokia no I started with a Samsung yep. No, I started with a Nokia. Then I went to a Samsung flip phone. They were both flip phones. Then I went to a Nokia slide phone. Then I went to a um, Sony Ericsson Walkman slide phone. What was the phone again? Say what the phone was. Sony Ericsson W595. I've just looked it up. You can still buy them. This is awesome. (laughs) That's staggering. No, mine didn't look like that. Oh, it was wonderful, and you used to be able to just go on the internet and download all your phone games, and then just transfer them by USB. Well, actually, did mine look like that? No, mine didn't look like that. And Sony Ericsson, Eric, not Eric. It had. F- huh. It had fantastic um, stereo speakers on it as well. I I used to put movies on this thing. Tiniest screen, but. Still, I loved my Sony Ericsson Walkman. That was great. That was a really good phone. And the background on it was—it was the first time I'd ever seen like um, I don't know what the hell you call it, where you can move it around and like the background would like reflect what you're doing in your like holding it in your hand. Mm. So like you could tilt it on the side and it would have this ball that would roll to the side of the phone and everything like that. It was really cool. That's it cool. It was really cool. Um, I really appreciated that. It. It, it was a great phone. I'm like, and I only replaced it because 
it it broke like it just it this the phone failed and then before i got us waiting on the 4s to be launched again my phones always break just before the release of the next iphone so then i was i was using a really old nokia brick phone for about a month or two and that's oh dear. <laughs> that's just when i started working for the place that i i, I work at now um ah. and uh i waited and waited and waited and then on my first paycheck i went and got myself a new iphone the 4s and a wise and, yeah, move now i've had an iphone ever since my first my sony ericsson was a w910i 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 W910i. I need to search to make sure that is. Yeah, in the black. In the oh black, my goodness. One. It looks it looks just like the one I had, but just the slightly different model of it. What I, Yeah, it was. And what I love about it is that it was... So the, the Sony Ericsson was this fantastic looking phone. It's probably the best looking phone on the market. As from, I didn't know what to replace my Nokia with, so I went and looked around and it was fantastic. Stainless steel on the sides of it. It was this weird matte black plastic, which which felt really cool. Like even though it's plastic, it felt really cool. Um, yeah. The screen it was nice and square, and the edge was sharp, and the bottom of the phone would curve down. Like it was a sharp looking phone. Perhaps we need to put these pictures on the the um, page. <coughs> we'll yeah, I, I agree. I think we do. I'm tempted to go and just buy one of these so I can have a brand new one. It's twenty bucks. Yeah, I'm. I want to get a W five nine five again. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to have to maybe do that. Um, yeah, like, it's just a cool, cool-looking phone. So, um, I really liked my Sony Ericsson. I really liked the Samsung b- before it. It had my favorite ringtone ever on a phone. And I can't find that ringtone. I really want to. On the Samsung? Yeah. I can't. It, it, oh, there's I thought, a song called Cat Dance. Yeah. And it was just this most ridiculous thing that would start off with a meow. And then... Like, it's a great song. And you haven't been able to find it since? No, I can find YouTube videos of someone's phone playing it, but I want the ringtone. Oh, damn. Mm. We're going to have to track it down. We're going to have to. Um, And then, yeah, I had the 4S, then the 6, and now the, um, whatever my phone's currently called, the 10. The 10. Hmm. I went, what did I do? I went from the Sony Ericsson's, I had three of them, then I went to an iPhone 4, Mm -hmm. then a 4S. Um, that was, that was at the time where Vodafone was giving a lot of grief. I got out of my contract Mm -hmm. early with my four and got to keep the handset. Mm -hmm. Um, I believe I dropped the term ombudsman a few too many times and they happily obliged (laughs) to let me out. I got out of the contract and then the very next day went into a Vodafone store and (laughs) signed a new contract and got a 4S. Naturally. That was, Yeah. Then had the 4S, the the life of its contract, and then went and ordered a 5C because I didn't see the need for the 5S. I, I, I didn't understand the need for... Like, the, the upgrade from the 5 to the 5S was not that spectacular. Yep. It was the fingerprint scanner, I think, was the only big change ah, that yes, they placed in there. Started then. Yeah, they put, they put the Touch ID... Mm-hmm on the 5S. Um, They didn't put it on the 5C, but I didn't think it was that big a deal back then because it was the first time the technology was being used, so I didn't see the Mm -hmm. point. 
went to the 5C, loved it, still got it. The fact that I've still got it now and I still what use it, it should be a blue. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I know that. Of course. Naturally. Yes. And then ran that through its two-year cycle and then got the 6S the second it came out. And to be honest, even today, I didn't even want to part with it. I, no, I miss my 6S like all the time. Th- I'm just so disappointed three, that the screen's broken. And it's so slow. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, three years and, and it's just well, three to four years now. It's heading into four years and just... Yeah, it's very sad that it doesn't hold up, but you know how much I use my phone mm-hmm. for various um, things, whether it's us filming or um, or just maintaining our various social media presences that no one seems to look at, mm-hmm. listeners. Yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, all of you. Yeah, all five of you. Um, yeah, it got a decent workout over that time so i'm impressed it lasted as long as it did it it yeah it's it was a great phone um it really was and i'm i look the the only reason i got i got rid of my 4s was because again i dropped it and broke the back of it and i can't sound using a broken no i dropped the dropped and broke the front of it of course because that's the when i had the flip phone and uh, the flip case and then the case unflipped and it hit the screen on tile oh damn because that's just my luck i've I did find out something very interesting today. Mm-hmm. You know how um, Apple do their sales transactions with an iPhone that's been put into this fancy thing that turns it into a point of sale machine? Yeah. They're still using iPhone 6 in that. Really? Really. Oh, so it, 6S. They're still using 6S in those. Is it because it's cheaper? Uh, they just haven't updated them. I had a very good chat with the guys in the store and they were explaining that. That's fascinating. They're overdue for an upgrade themselves, but that's where that's at. How funny would it be if they're saying they complain, going, oh, this fucking thing is so slow. <laughs> when there's a customer standing right in front of them, they're just complaining about how slow the software is. They they did make that comment they too. They can't. <laughs> it's an iPhone. It's an Apple product. Have we not on occasion made a comment about the things that yes we sell <laughs> yeah, true. i think everyone does within whatever business they work for the, the software that we use because software is probably the worst thing in the world oh i do that daily that's i feel like th- yeah. i feel like breaking the hardware because of the software i feel like everyone does Jesus. it's just the way it is unfortunately now how nice is the packaging oh the apple packaging Oh, they've made the um, they've made it even easier to remove the the plastic off the yeah, box. Yeah, there's a tab. Now. Yeah, there was a tab because the guys because I I thought oh how am I going to pop it open? Do I have to get my keys out like mm. I've had to do every other time all, all these years? He goes oh if you just pull the tab there and I was like there's a tab now. Well, it was the same. It was the same on the um, on on. So of course I got a MacBook Pro um, and it's the same as opening that and it's the same. It was the same as opening the Apple Watch and everything like that. Like the, mm. you slip it down <coughs> and wrap it round, and it just, it just, yeah, perfect, perfect packaging. Very, very handy. Apple do an amazing job of their packaging. Amazing job. Now the only thing that's bugging me is that they did not include mm. an adapter from 
lightning to 3.5 mil. Yeah, see, it's almost like they've done away with the... Um, they, they kind of said for the 10, or up until the 10, okay, you have your way, we'll give you the adapter, no worries, that's fine. Yep, yep. you can use your, yep. your aux cords I... and everything like that, no problem. And now they've gone, nope, oh, sorry, too late. I'm now. I'm. I'm all for them pushing forward. I, I think that's fantastic that they've stuck to their guns, but at the same time, I desperately need that adapter. I wish. I wish I'd. I wish I'd actually realized earlier today. I would have picked one up while I was there. Why? Why is Apple pushing ahead without the headphone jack on the phone, but on their MacBook Pro, their brand new MacBook Pro, which is younger than my yep. iPhone 10, which doesn't have the, the headphone jack on it. Why do they have headphone jacks on the laptop then? I think they've recognized a need for it still. Yeah, but they never got rid of it. Like, it never disappeared off. They never got to that point and got rid of it on the MacBook, but on the phone, oh, no, you don't need it. Why? I think I think phasing it out on a phone is a little easier. Well, I just love that all of... Again, here we go, just to, to um, Amazon. Um, Android bash. I love that they all the Android brands are like, huh, well, look at Apple getting rid of their headphone jack. Don't worry, everyone. We still have ours. On the very next generation of Android phones, the headphone jack was gone. It's like, go fuck yourself. You just, you just, what the hell are you doing? Oh, Claim one thing and then you go and do the exact opposite. Yeah, so, you know. I'll be interested if they ever move to... Um... USB-C for their charging in the iPhone and then keep lightning as the headphone socket? I don't see them ever having two sockets again. I don't either, but at the same time, they created lightning first and foremost to replace the 3.5mm auxiliary. That, That was the whole point. Lightning was made to become the new auxiliary cable, and then they realized, oh, we can charge with it too. And then they decided to push forward with it as the charging port when that was its secondary function of design. What, an, what in some ways, what annoys me about Lightning, if the, if the point was to replace the, the jack, like there has to be a point where Apple, I'm sure Apple doesn't have to give a shit about everyone else, but at the same time, they kind of do. What if in a situation like a car... If it doesn't have Bluetooth, if it has a cable, they're just, uh, they're, that's, they're yeah. just, they're, it annoys me that they think almost one step too far. Like, I don't think Apple have been on the front foot for technology for a while. I think that that has definitely jumped into Androids and stuff like that. There's more people having a go at the idea. So therefore Android probably is, yeah, in some ways it's ahead. Waterproof phones, better camera, something like that. Like they, they've gotten there first. But Apple's kind of come through and done a better job. Anyone that can, anyone that denies that Apple do make a really fantastic, high quality product is kind of just full of like full of themselves and just disagreeing for the sake of disagreeing. Like Apple do make a really nice product, a really secure, sturdy, fantastic build quality product with great things. Again, um, Victor was saying that his Android phone which has probably the same, I think he was saying it has the best, or the, the same camera or a better camera than iPhone. Still, the picture quality doesn't look as good because it doesn't work as well. I've noticed with Androids, I don't like Androids because they feel clunky or they feel like they're too slow. You know, when you open up the camera, it's too like jagged and like jerky. It's not smooth. Like everything just feels, 
bit less quality. So mm. for, for Apple, what Apple do is make great quality stuff. Like they do. So I don't know. I don't know where I was going with this 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 point. I kind of lost where I was heading because I just completely got sidetracked. But I think it's I think it's just our love hate relationship with it. Yeah, like I but don't give one. I totally understand that, and I think you'd agree. Apple is ridiculously expensive, like too expensive. They are absolutely having a laugh with the cost that they charge for things. Dead set, there is no doubt about it. They are overcharging by a country mile, but at the same time, the build quality is it is a significantly better product. It is, it is, and and they know it, mm. and I think that's part of the problem. But it's also, we're, we're just getting horribly charged here in Australia. It's, like, they overcharge everywhere, but we really mm. cop it here. Um, what I find, yeah, back to the lightning point th- port thing. It's interesting that on the laptops, they're not having lightning port, they're having USB-C. What annoys, uh, here, yeah, this is it. The, the thing that annoys me about the lightning port, <coughs> they're not consistent with it. If you're going to have one thing, have one thing. They came up with Thunderbolt cable to replace Firewire, which is a super, which was the way faster than USB. Then uh, then um, US, then the Firewire went away and it became Thunderbolt. Then I miss Firewire. Then they came out with Lightning. Then they came out with <coughs> um, u- using USB-C. Like just if you're going to have your own thing, if you're going to be different to everyone else because you think you're better than everyone else, be consistent. Stick with the same thing. If you want to say, oh, lightning ports, the uh, lightning bolts, the best thing that we've ever done, blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, then have your MacBook Pro. Despite the fact that it's the wrong thing, they're not used by everyone thing, do it as, as lightning bolt then. Have it for lightning bolt ports. Why do you have USB-C on it then? And if you have USB-C on that, why don't you have USB-C as your charger cable? Like, just stick, stick I, um, to one thing because you just overcomplicate it when you have this cable does this, this cable does that, that cable does that. They're the different things. Oh, but we do our own thing, so we're right. Well, you're clearly showing that you're wrong if you have so many different things and can't even make your own decision on things. I just found Belkin do an, do a, an adapter that mm. lets you listen to music and charge at the same time. It's a split. That's what you're after. It's a splitter. Yeah, it's 50 bucks. And it's that premium that Apple charge for using their technology. But oh, but wait for it. Belkin, it's a Belkin product that's $50 through Apple. Like if you go to Apple and buy it, same product at JB Hi-Fi is 60. Wow, like there's a premium on just selling it elsewhere. That's weird. And that like there's other brands that do it, but it looks like the Belkin one seems to be the most legitimate option i'm seeing other ones for you know four dollars and nine cents and whatever or but i you know these aren't ones that have been um apple approved i'm sure jesus oh dear um anyway long story short apple is well and truly within our minds now it's it's within our lives it's everything and i'll be apple probably forever until i go bankrupt um Mr. Drew, congratulations um, on your new iPhone. Thank you. Uh, and now, <laughs> two, hold my Coke. Hold my Coke. Well, 
you know what? There was nothing better to put in Hold My Kirk this week, so we went with this. <laughs> Be ready, folks. Be ready. Gwyneth Paltrow got married. <laughs> yeah, that's Hold My Kirk this week? No. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, feel, it kind of feels that way, though, do, doesn't it? It, it? it seems, like, really odd. I, personally, I, I don't pay attention awesome. to... to Yeah, and anything... Anything to do with celebrities that warrants going in a magazine. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good way of living life, I think. I don't pay, pay attention. I don't care. I love Chris Martin. And I, yep. I like watching Gwyneth Paltrow in movies. I think she's a good actress. Um, don't know what she's like in person. She seems I, a bit obviously weird with not what... what she have? Goop? Yeah, goop. I yeah. There, there's a lot of weird that that seems to come out of there, and and it seems to have primarily come from her. I sometimes wonder if that's because of her close friendship with Madonna, but you never know. Anyway, she went and got married. I didn't know she was dating anyone. I had no idea. Turns out, for the last three years, she's been seeing the creator of Glee and American Horror Story, Brad Falchuk. Who, who knew? You know what's funny though? I, I did know, I forgot his name, his name, but I did know that she was dating someone. Yeah. Again, because just last week, did you- I read the uh, story about how her, the picture of her daughter had finally, her with her daughter had finally come out online and there's also a picture with um, Apple, I think. And also, is it Apple? I don't know. Apple's the yeah, daughter. Yeah, and there was also a picture yeah. with the son. Moses. Moses. No doubt she came up with yeah. those names. Chris didn't come up with those names. They don't sound like ones he would. I mean, have I know he's, with, a, he's interesting with his lyrics and stuff, but no, he didn't come up with those names. That's definitely a goop name. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, she got married um, out of nowhere. I, I did three. Yeah, out what, of nowhere. What was I... interesting was that you, you mentioned the timeline in which Chris Martin and her consciously uncoupled. Back in what year? I forgot what the year was. Was it three years? They they no, they were married for ten years, so they they split up in twenty thirteen. But I think okay, so she's been dating. They they wed in here. Yeah, they wed in two thousand and three, and were together for ten years before famously consciously uncoupling. And how long did has she been? When did she start? How long has she been with Falchuk? Mm. Oh, that's thanks. Uh, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm very good. I don't normally yawn. No, you do very well. <laughs> and that's interesting that no, no. the villain on the OC or something. I think. No, not the, not the act, not the not the guy, the character's name. Oh, Vol Volchak, oh, and this guy's last name is Falchuk. Same, close <laughs> enough. Is the guy in the OC? Yeah, yeah. For those of you that didn't watch the OC, but probably watched, um, something. Who was it? Volchek. That that's the one that that spoiler alert kills Marissa, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're they're driving side by yeah. side, and then he kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those of you out there that didn't watch the OC, but probably watched Twilight, he's the villain in that too. Really. Yeah, really. In the first Twilight movie, he plays the bad guy. Side note, I still remember when Twilight was coming... I think we've mentioned this in the show before. 
I was at the cinemas and I, there was a trailer for this movie and it looked Twilight looked fantastic. It looked really interesting. I remember being like, "Wow, really?" Yeah, n- no, yeah, I remember it. Like the, because the scene that it was was this. There's about to be a car accident and then whatever. Oh, he jumps yeah, in front and, the, and exactly. stops it, the and car from the, hitting it's her. It's like wow, like, wow, wow. What the hell is this movie? And then I didn't pay attention to it. And then I started seeing what Twilight was. And I was like, oh, oh, it's that. And then I realized I would not ever see that. And I would completely shame myself for the rest of my life. Mm. Every time I see that scene Mm. where he stops the pickup truck, I feel like they watched too many episodes of The Bold and the Beautiful (laughs) or The Young and the Restless. And they just channel it. And that's basically all four movies. Well... Was just they they just watched too many daytime well, the, soaps. The, the books were written by someone that literally just watched too much of that sort of shit, isn't it? Yeah, she she just wanted she wanted to write a fantasy and wanted to go deep into that sort of world. And then and- she didn't do that at all, and she she just wrote trash on a plate, and then that trash on a plate was then uh, taken one step further by another idiot yes well i don't know how either of them got published no. to be honest I've, I've never quite understood that how do we get on this tangent uh because twilight oc volchak falchuk yeah. yeah okay yep yep okay we rewound back into this so yeah so they had a hamptons wedding um uh, where are we um that sounds like fun the hamptons wedding the star-studded ceremony took place at the Oscar-winning actress's mansion on Long Island, New York. Hmm. The pair exchanged vows in front of guests, including Robert Downey Jr., Steven Spielberg, and Benji Madden. It just sounds, like, Former it just sounds husband. like a wank. Like, oh, let's get all the... Oh, it does. Uh, okay, um, you should come along to our wedding because um, it's a good... There's going to be paparazzi there. Come along. Well... Wouldn't you have your friends there? Not... Yeah, well, not everyone was there. Former husband Chris Martin, the father of Paltrow's children, Apple and Moses, did not attend as he was at the Global Citizen Ceremony in New York. Well, at least he's in the same state. Came so close but didn't make it. It happens, you know. But what are you meant to do, eh? <laughs> oh dear. Um, uh, look, that's real good of them. That's real good that she got married again and stuff like that. I love, there's a Coldplay song, Ever, well, obviously there's a Coldplay song, Everglow, where that was written specifically about the time, about them getting uh, consciously uncoupling. And mm. I love that she wrote some of the lyrics. I think, I think he was writing it and asked her for help or something like that. And she wrote some of the lyrics for it. She did, mm. didn't she? I forgot yeah, about that. I can't... She's actually credited on that song. Which is fantastic. And I think he got her on one of the versions of the song. You can hear her sing in the background the lyrics that she wrote. Come which lyrics there were. But yeah. She also she also sings on... Um, is it Up and Up? Where they got everyone yeah, I singing? I maybe. I don't know. I yeah. So. His kids... I think her and, and the kids sing on it along with a number of other people that they knew. I love Up and Up. Mm. And we, we were talking about another really good song of theirs the other day. We were talking about Miracles, which is a horribly underrated yeah, song. Yeah, on the EP, the Kaleidoscope EP. 
Indeed. Um, featuring Big Sean, mm. which is a bit of a weird one to throw in there, but Liquid why not? Liquid is such a good um, song, though. It, it is, and, and I, I guess um, an, an added bonus, if you listen very carefully, there is a little sound clip of Michael J. Fox from Back to mm. the Future with a piece of dialogue from the first movie, so... It, it's a very layered song, isn't it? It's a great it? song, though. I love Coldplay. Mm. What's not to love? They they're just fantastic, and Chris Martin is just such a fantastic songwriter. What's interesting is when you have things like yeah. um, <coughs> like Viva La Vida or or Violet Hill. Um, not sure which one, but one of them. I remember reading about the fact that one like those songs don't have a complete chorus. One of the two doesn't have a complete chorus. So it's different all the way through. And in fact, it has only, only has two lines and not many songs don't have a chorus, like a full chorus, but this song does. Which one would it be? It would be Viva La Vida. Viva La Vida has a full chorus. So it'd, be, it'd be then um, Violet Hill. Yeah. Violet Hill I love. I didn't think I liked Violet Hill as much as I do, but I really like Violet Hill. Violet Violet Hill doesn't have a full chorus. It, it has a refrain that serves as a chorus. Yeah. If you love me, won't you let me go? Yeah. Or let me know. Um, but yeah, I, I I really like Coldplay. Do you have a favorite Coldplay song? Death and All His Friends. Yep, I knew it. Of course it is. That's a great song, isn't it? It's a magnificent piece in every way. I, I have loved that song ever since the first time I heard it. I remember stumbling across it. It was only a couple of years ago, in fact, that I stumbled across it. Really? Yeah, I because I, I, I must not have heard it, or I just didn't pay attention. And then suddenly I was just flicking through Coldplay songs, and then I just came across this one, and I was like, oh, where's this going? And it was a really nice song. Well, it has three stages to it. There's, It's like three different absolutely songs all together. It absolutely is, yeah. And that definitely the build up to to what is the final part of the song is just spectacular, mm-hmm. especially when you like hearing the hearing the original version on the album is mm-hmm. all well and good, but the free live album that they put on their website left right left right left mm-hmm. that version of it it just it, the song just goes to a whole other level when you hear it I'll, in there. I'll have to re listen to it. It's. I've never heard anything else quite like it, and so and something about I. I have a, I have a, I don't. I don't know. I'm very partial to last songs on an album. Mm. Always have been, and that is the last song on that album. And Coldplay are very good with their last song on the album. So, for Viva La Vida, it was Death and All His Friends was the end of it. Um, why was the name called De- Viva La Vida and Death and All His Friends? Why is it such a long name? I don't know. They were they were going for that romanticism and art theme. Yeah, but to double name the album, two separate things. Viva La Vida or Death and All His Friends. Well, it's a juxtaposition because it's long live life or... I guess so. Yeah. What was that? I I was listening to Milo Ziloto today a fair bit, <laughs> like a, a a fair bit. I had the album on repeat a bit, and the last song on that album, "Up with the Birds," was another mm-hmm. excellent track. 
I love that despite the fact that I don't know what other people, other Coldplay fans' view is, but um, those two main songs, Charlie Brown and um, well, what I view as the two main songs, Charlie Brown and Paradise, mm. are such such Coldplay songs. Despite the fact that they were, they, it almost felt like they were going through a different, heading towards this different sort of style, this yeah. indie sort of style of ghost stories or. Um, I, what the hell was the last album? Um, a head full of dreams. That that like it, but those two songs just feel like they could have lived anywhere in Coldplay's time. A little bit more modern sounding, but mm. still very Coldplay. Songs. I like I like that they go they go dark on an album. So I th- I think Viva La Vida is quite mm-hmm. a dark album, especially yeah. when you add the Prospects March EP to it as well. It's yeah. it's very dark. And then they jump into Milo Zyloto, which was this this whole very colourful album that was such a colourful album. How yeah, about that that was a great concert too. Yeah, and oh, it was spectacular. And then the um, just the songs like "Every Teardrop Is a Waterfall," which mm-hmm. between that and Paradise and Charlie Brown, they you know, remember how they did the light show in the concert. I was just about to say, I still remember for Charlie Brown, it went absolutely deathly quiet. And then you see Chris Martin's voice go, all right, turn the lights on. And just seeing all the colors yep. light up in it. I think Coldplay the first band to do that wristband thing. They create, yeah, they, they created that as a partnership with the people that did them. And they're called Xylo Bands, yeah, so named other, after the album. Every other group that does it, every other concert that has these colored bands uses the same thing. I can I can see mine on the on the bookshelf right now. I got I got mine in my drawer right next to me. I got a new yeah. one too, which still has the clip in. I've never unlocked unlocked like un, un released the battery on it. It's still fresh. Oh wow! Yeah, I stole the next one at the end. I want to order a remote control for them. Can you order a remote control? You can get a remote control for them. Really? Yes, really. It's wow. very cool. Yeah, but yeah, they were fantastic. That was a great concert. It was, but, but, you know, like they, they went really, they, they came out of that darkness back into the light there and then Mm -hmm. ghost stories dips even darker than Viva La Vida Mm -hmm. did. And then they come out even stronger with a head full of dreams. Which it's interesting at the very start, I thought head full of dreams was probably the, I totally saw what ghost stories was and it felt like it was in a very different place and it felt like that was them having this moment of quiet, whereas head full of dreams it didn't grab me at first and I almost felt like it was Coldplay going a bit cheaper and it felt not very nice. But then when you listen to it again and you find songs like Everglow and Up and Up and stuff like that, and you go and, and even, um, ready for, what's the, what's the other one? Ready him, for the weekend? Him for the weekend. Him for the weekend. Of course it is. Ready for the weekend. Jesus. Someone else. Um, <laughs> yeah, you get a couple of these songs and you go, yeah, there it is. That's Coldplay still. There they are. It's exactly that. And then you get to the end again, last song on the album, you get to up and up and Mm -hmm. it, before they released the album, before they released a title or anything, they said, look, it it could very well be our last one. You know, Harry Potter did seven books. We'd be Mm -hmm. pretty content with seven albums and, and, you know, they still haven't released another album. So yeah, it's a, it's kind of a spooky thought. I, I think they will come back for more. I, I do. I can't imagine Chris Martin wanting to cease his fantastic songwriting for him 
sure, he might be like, you know what, I'm going to write for someone else now. I've written for me, I want to write for someone else. But I can't see that happening. Coldplay well, makes such an interesting sound that they just, I think they, it feels like they need to keep doing what they're doing. Yeah, well, they just completed their tour and it was the most financially successful tour of all time. Really? The Head Full of Dreams tour has been the most financially successful concert tour ever. Segre. It's interesting, interesting how they started in South Africa or South America and they finished in South America or South Africa, whichever one they started in. Yeah. Again, like it's a weird place to start the tour. Well, it's not a weird place. Maybe that's, I don't know, but you know, yeah. But they're, they're still working. I mean, they just contributed a cover to um, Elton John's revamp album. So that they're still nah. doing stuff. Yeah, but it's just interesting when a band says that might be the last album we make. Well, can it, can it really... Would it really be, like, at this stage? Surely. I don't, I don't know how someone... I totally get that. Maybe they just get burnt out but at the same time you can just release albums you don't have to tour from now for an album wouldn't yeah. the passion still be there to just create songs oh, keep doing what you're doing here we go it's the third highest grossing concert tour in history oh god you got it completely wrong drew i know Shut right it down. that's awful third highest at 523 million dollars they made Not on it casual. uh highest grossing tours of all time Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we got? These are all adjusted for inflation as well. Sure. Probably someone's, gonna, someone's probably going to be up there. U2's 360 degree tour is number one. The Rolling Stones' A Bigger Bang tour is number two. And Coldplay. And Coldplay's at number three. But this is adjusting for inflation... So that means that, okay, so a, a Head Full of Dreams is just, as it stands today, the most successful. Not inflation adjusted. Oh, uh, hang on, I'm trying to find the actual grosses. No, they still outrank, but only just. Hmm, okay. Very interesting. I don't like that u is at number one. U2 annoys me, especially when they give me that crappy free album that still doesn't delete off my phone. I don't want U2's music on my phone. You can remove it from your iTunes library. I try to, and every single time you go and do something, it just comes back again. This is more interesting. At number five is Roger Waters' The Wall Live. Really? Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, actually. That's quite nice. What's at number four? Uh, Guns N' Roses tour. Yeah, cool. Well, at least it's not someone like Justin Bieber or something like that. <laughs> no. No, ruin, no. ruin it. Oh, dear. Um, Mr. Drew. Mr. Philip. Who's sick end of the week? Um, well, you know, obviously, if you do want to be our sick end of the week, you could appear on the show. Mm-hmm. Or you could ask to appear on the show. We do we do retain the right to say no. <laughs> Not that we say no very often. <laughs> I guess we don't get asked very often. No. <laughs> uh, but if you are interested in being on the show, please make a point of contacting us. We accept all forms of communication, including carrier pigeon, uh, fax, um, uh, beeper, pager, mm-hmm. anything, anything relevant, you know. Um, yeah. 
uh, beacons of Gondor as well. That that also works. Ah, yes, that's actually our primary means of communication. Yep, because you know we'll know you're calling for aid, and we will answer the call. Um, but yes, <laughs> if you do come on the show, you do stand a very good chance of becoming our sick Kent of the week, at least for your first visit, possibly for your second. There is a little mm. disclaimer on that one. Anyway, yes. um, as for this week's sick Kent of the week, I'm actually, I know we kind of mapped it out, but I'm going to, I'm going to alter it slightly. We, we did talk about it being Chris Martin. Um, I would actually rather just give it to the whole band. Yep, I agree. Because for some reason this week, we, we've been stuck on Coldplay. We've been listening yeah. to the music. We've gotten our dear friend Svenja listening to Everglow, or rather you have. She had never heard the song before. Um, Everglow is such an amazing song. Like, and it, it is. It it's really funny, is. I, I knew about it and loved it anyway, but then I was listening to it while I was away in India, and I was like, actually, this song's fantastic. And I listened to it almost every day in India, and I have no idea why, but I just did, and it was such a nice song, and... Then I went and did some reading on it and what Everglow is and how Chris Martin came up with the term for the mm. song. Um, basically, he was out surfing. Uh, sorry, he was out at the beach and a surfer came up onto the beach next to him. And then they were just like, wow, that, that the waves out there look fantastic. And then the surfer said, yeah, man, it gave me uh, like gave me an amazing Everglow. And he was like, Everglow? He's like, yeah, you know, that feeling of you still, still feel the glow from it after it happened. Literally Everglow. So it's continuing on and he was like, that's a great thing. And so, um, mm. and the fact that he wrote that at the time when he was with, as we were talking about with Gwyneth Paltrow and that was the conscious uncoupling was happening. So yeah, it's yeah. a really nice song and there's so many different versions of it. Um, and it's just, it's such a nice song and it's such great piano work, everything. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's a, it stands out in the in their very vast catalogue. Coldplay's got to be my favourite band, I think. Personally, I think they are my favourite band because there's so many different songs that sort of... They all have a Coldplay vibe to them, but they're all different songs and they're just interesting. And I love that I just love what they do. And whenever they do something completely different, like Ghost Stories, which was so different, and I still loved the sound that they made and how they're so interested in using different music and instruments. Yeah. Um, you know, Strawberry Swing is my favorite song by Coldplay. And it's just such an odd song, but it's beautiful. And it's, it, I think it was, it's been rated as the, one of the, the ways of actually relaxing, if not the most relaxing song of all time. Yeah. It's, it, it's an odd one, isn't it? I, mm. But it, it's so them. And yet it's also so different and so unique. Mm. Like Coldplay can go with the times and still sound mm. like Coldplay. Another one I love, and I know you appreciate it a lot too, is Moving to Mars, which sadly mm-hmm. didn't make the cut for Milo Zaloto. No. But, but it's a great song. I've it's, got a, it's, it's one of the few songs that I've got like um, as loved on my Apple Music. So then of the love songs, I don't have many Coldplay songs there, but that's actually there because it's just nice to just get that random mix thrown in. Well, it's got that really weird sort of ethereal quality to it Mm. that you don't quite hear anywhere else. I don't understand why it didn't make the cut for the album, but I'm glad that it still exists for the public to listen Mm -hmm. to. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. But, Can you imagine yeah. some of the stuff that Coldplay's not released? Oh, I, I can't. It just... I think we're lucky to get what we do get. Mm. Like they Absolutely. very they very nearly didn't release Luna. They they wrote Luna mm. originally to do with Beyonce and she wasn't interested and thank goodness they wound up recording it with Kylie Minogue. So at least we still got the song out there. Mm. It's it's another weird trippy one. Mm, Coldplay. Mm. Definitely definitely worthy winners of this week's second of the week. Yes. I could not agree more. Mm. Anyway, um I think it's been a it's been a good week, hasn't it? Yes. It's been a nice week. I'm off on my holiday, so of course we've got the pre recorded episodes coming to you uh next week and the week after. It's a weird thought um, to know that we're still gonna record one more before you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have to because we left it late. <laughs> as always. Um as always. It's what we do. Um but it's in some ways nice. It's almost that idea of that we're giving ourselves the holiday that we deserve as well. A couple of weeks off. Um, of yep. Not recording. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I absolutely love recording every week. It's nice to have that routine. But still, a couple of weeks off from it. And uh, yes, there goes DJ Quads in the background. Mr. Drew, thank you very much again. I can't wait to do this all again with you, literally. In 24 hours. This, yeah, pretty much. And yep. uh, <laughs> But um, yeah, tune into the next episode next time, everyone. Yep. <laughs>